you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. All right. <laughs> we're you're live. It's like, like your Pac-Man. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Hey, guys. Hey. Welcome back to another episode of Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. We're here. <laughs> we're here. We're, I was going to say it, we're queer, but we're not. <laughs> Queer used to mean happy, right? No, queer was gay. What was happy? Oh, gay was happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry, guys. No, that used I'm to be what they chant. Like, we're here. We're queer. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But gay not, was happy. Yeah. Anyways, um, I mean, I was still with. Was consider- that a weird opening? Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> you guys, we're kind of weird. I just finished a track workout. I yeah I, I know because you called me during it I'm pretty sure and it was you like, called me and I answered oh, and I was right, like right. hello I know and it was like the wind in the background was like, and you'd get really irritated if somebody can't hear you on the phone I know <laughs> you were and you go I can't really hear what you're saying and so I was like I'll call you back I'll call you and back. then I'm like what what never mind I'll call you back fine anyway yeah. got through that I went to. I have to stop fighting. Like I really that. needed. I know. I really <laughs> needed to squat today. But you know what? Stressful day. Yeah. And uh, I knew that going for a run would make. I'd get like a decent amount of a workout in, mm-hmm. and I could feel better. I'm heading to Utah to film a bunch of stuff with uh, Brennan and Jake for the Naked program. Very cool. And which means I have to be on camera. Hey. Which is why I went running. <laughs> I should probably get in my sauna too. 
Oh yeah, sunlight, slim down. Sunlight and sauna. Try and slim drop down, some of that water fatty. <laughs> slim down, fatty. That's what I think every time I see you. <laughs> fat <Slim>. ass. <laughs> slim down. Slim down, fat ass. That's slim fast. <laughs> Trying to slim down fast. <laughs> we are talking about squatting today. Squats. Squats. Okay, so with that, I'll talk about me first. <laughs> okay. Hey guys, I'm going to talk about me. <laughs> And then we'll talk about you. <laughs> okay. So, back squats, front squats, you know, and then all the other squats too. Mm-hmm. Um, back squat, typically I would squat. We're going to talk about bar, barbell position. So, I would typically look from, from CrossFit and then really from CrossFit, but then you would also see like a high bar squat position, you know, bar placement for a lot of Olympic lifting. Okay. So a lot of people who just focus on weightlifting, um, they all squat high bar. So bar, exactly what it sounds like, higher up on your shoulders. Um, What that could look like is if I am standing fully extended, we want the bar, the weight to be over our midline. So if I'm standing fully extended with my torso all the way up, hips open, knees, everything extended, the bar is going to be higher on my neck because the line of like, if I drew a line down my body Mm -hmm. from where the bar is, I want it to be directly over the middle of my foot, over my hips, over my core. Right. So if I were to keep it in a high bar position, but if I were bent forward, the bar would no longer be in over the, my midline. I was going to say in the middle. In the middle. Yes. So instead it would now, if I, if I leaned forward and I had the bar up on my top of my shoulders, I'm going to really feel that bar pulling me forward, right? Yeah. It's going to like pull my chest pull down. Pull your neck. Yeah. <laughs> so high bar squat position, um, that's typical for in CrossFit and then typical for Olympic lifting. We do that. I would say in CrossFit because we focus a lot on Olympic lifting. Mm-hmm. Um, I always squatted with a bar in a high bar position um, until I started myself dropping it down into what I would call like a hybrid position. Um, so it's not quite low bar, but not up on my shoulders. And this was really for comfort on my upper body, right. just where the bar is sitting. Well, you have a better body awareness, so you were probably able to feel yeah. like, oh, this, yeah, this feels better. But it was also because I was dealing with a lot of tendonitis in my knees. Mm-hmm. And for me to squat without like pain in my knees, I would squat in a wider stance. I would drop that bar down a little bit. So not quite low bar, but I'd drop it down a little bit. And it would take all the pressure off the front of my knees. And I would really have to use my hamstrings, all my posterior, my glutes. Mm-hmm. And... That, that worked for me. And I remember I started posting like videos and stuff, like just training for the games and training for regionals. And people would comment on it because I never even realized to myself, oh, that it was kind of like a hybrid. It wasn't quite low bar, but I never really Were they focused. trying to tell you it was wrong? Yeah. Like some, yeah. okay. People love well, to first, think they know. Yeah, especially in CrossFit. And I'm a CrossFitter. I love CrossFit. Mm-hmm. But I will say like the conversation in a CrossFit gym about a low bar back squat is so taboo. Really? Oh my God. People, they will, I mean, maybe, maybe not nowadays, but like a couple of years ago, they would just argue why you would never want to do low bar. Huh? <laughs> Ever. Really? Yes. And I remember one of the first times I tried to have this conversation with Tommy about yeah. low bar backsway, my friend Tommy. And <laughs> for or against? Against. Really? Yeah. And I feel like I had a really strong argument. Do you want to yeah, hear it? I, okay. I would. So low bar back squat, why would we do it? Well, you can move more weight. 
I mean, we squat in general with a bar on our back. It's like if, if I want to keep my chest up, why wouldn't I just do front squat? True. Well, we well we would put on our back. Why? Because we can actually move more weight in a back squat position than we can in a front squat position. Okay. So if the point is to get stronger and move more load, mm-hmm. then why wouldn't we drop the bar down a little lower right. and move even more load, right? We can now... We can add more weight to the bar. I mean, you can't just like anyone who's, if you've never done a low bar back squat, you're not going to immediately throw it in a lower position and just the weight's going to go up. Like you have to build the strength in your core. You have to learn how to get in that setup position. But once you have that, the ability for you to move more weight and load your posterior more um, in that barbell position is way higher. I mean, that's why we do it. Right. So what was his argument against? It, I would say it wasn't really an argument. He just wanted to argue like that why like why we didn't need to do it. Oh, okay. Because um, I definitely need to do it. Yes. <laughs> um, I think a lot of it comes from maybe if, if it's just something that you've always been told and you've always thought and some people have a hard time um, wanting to change that. Right, if, or like, accept if, change. Accept yeah. change. Right. But like... I have to, like I had a really logical explanation. My lo- my logical explanation as to why you should low bar back squat over high bar, unless one, unless you can actually move just fine and like for your body and your like your legs, your like length for you know your sure, body your position. positions everything yeah. like that just works better for you yeah. to do high bar. My argument would be, well, like I like high bar high bar back squat. I'm fine with it. Well, you no, have great I have, position. I have no problem with it. Mm-hmm. But why, if the goal for back squat is to get stronger, then why wouldn't I do low bar if I'm going to put the bar on my back? Right. Because if I'm if the if the goal is to just get stronger in an upright torso position in the bottom of a squat, then why wouldn't I just front squat? Right. Right. It's like well, if I am. I guess you, they would say that like the front load would be different. Yes, but training like, right, differently but like, than your than your back load. Yeah, but like so. Okay, a couple of things. Olympic yeah. lifting. Why would we need a front squat? Uh, because squat cleans. Mm-hmm. Right, you're gonna catch in that position. You got to stand it up. Right. And then our other thing we do is a snatch. So you're gonna catch in an overhead position. Mm-hmm. So the you would you would then think right. It's like well, when I have the bar on my back in a high bar, it's definitely closer to like that sort of. Uh, that line or that midline right, that position, position as mm-hmm. being overhead, but so is it in a front squat. Right. Then the argument would be this. Majority of the time, I feel like when you watch someone snatch, and I've watched my own video, because this is, this is all my opinion, okay, people? <laughs> when I've watched my own video, when the, when the weight starts to get pretty heavy in like a snatch, mm-hmm. when you catch it in the bottom, the first thing that moves to come out of the hole or come out of your squat is your hips. Your hips come up first. When you low bar back squat, what is the first thing to come up? Your hips. Yeah, you're right. So it almost doesn't matter. It's like you just need to get, you just need to tax that system, your your posterior chain. You got to tax that. You got to add more load so you can get stronger. You need to create. And as, as you get stronger, it's like, well, you have to work harder to create adaptation when you're already so fucking strong. So why wouldn't you low bar back squat if that that is how we can tax like we can tax the system more right. versus and then just front squat for position. Sure. Right? It's like that doesn't mean you should never high bar back squat, but unless unless you're me. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> but like for me, so I squat with a hybrid and I can lower back squat, mm-hmm. but I don't need to. Right. Why? Because right now with every, sure right now, but like let's even think like uh, 2015 train for the games. Like mm-hmm. I didn't need to. The amount of weight I was pushing in, my, the, in the hybrid position that I had and like looking at like my, my squat clean and looking at my snatch and all these things, like I didn't need to get stronger. Like I needed to be able to handle like around uh, my maxes mm-hmm. for more reps and be able to live in that, like live there longer and create, you know, the ability to recover from those faster. Mm-hmm. But I didn't need to get stronger. Well, no, I you didn't, were already a pretty, yeah. your strength yeah. was your thing. Yeah. Yeah. But like, um, I can see how someone who's like an Olympic weightlifter would really, you know, work in that high bar position because that's like, that's the only place they're, they're catching and receiving a bar. But I would also argue that it wouldn't be a terrible idea for someone who is trying to get those lifts up to start um, just really adding in some low bar back squat training right. just to be able to tap get out those, of the hole, just to get those, those muscles. Yeah. Getting Call out of the, the hole. Get out of the hole. To, to get stronger there, yeah. especially because if you are catching a clean or catching a snatch, the first thing to move is your hips. And I feel like, I mean, I, there's probably people out there that it might not be that they might come straight up, but most like 99% of the videos that I've watched, you can see it. Their hips move Their first. Hips come up. Yeah. That, cause that's, that's our big movers. Our big movers are our posterior chain. It's not your quads. Right. You know, and when you, when you load and you have a really upright torso position, there's a lot of people that really drive their knees forward and they're really engaging those quads. They're really quad dominant. And that's where I come to why I created a hybrid position because of my knees and why you now low bar back squat because of your only. knees. Like only. Just my knees and my, well, just, uh, and and honestly, back. because I don't have, so when I, I remember I did the L1. Yes. So. I went and they told me, uh, your squat and I already, you know, you're already, you're shamed, right? Because (laughs) all right, come in the middle. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you have to go into these circles, you know, and they did these, uh, you do these like med ball cleans and then they, they want to put you in the circle and you know, I, I don't, I'm not the kind of person that's ever had like a natural air squat. Like I, my back fight for it. I got to fight for it, man. Like I used to like fall backwards and people just looked at me like, are they, is she fucking with me? (laughs) But I was like, no, I'm not fucking with you. I literally can't with my back straight up and down. I can't squat. Yeah. Like I literally, I just go forward to where I'm, I'm not deep enough. Um, and somebody actually told me recently, cause I, this whole time I just thought that I was like, um, I don't know, defective, (laughs) but they said, no, that makes sense because you're my um, upper body, my core, or not my core, but my, my torso, my torso, thank you, is long and my femurs are long. So it, it would make sense. So it, it's not just tall people. Cause before I, no. I would just like laugh it off. I'd be like, oh, I'm just tall. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, that's why I can't. And it wasn't that it was because of just how I'm built. Mm-hmm. It's harder for me to put my butt in the hole mm-hmm. with, with my body sitting so up. much of your, so much of your, your body yeah. size is in your in the posi- in all the area that is going to be <laughs> right. behind the knee right <laughs> right exactly. you know like behind it's towards, heavy. towards the booty yeah it's very heavy your so shins would, are short <laughs> <so I would laughs> they are so i I'm, i stood next to katie our friend katie is how how tall 
five, like five five. I don't know. No, I don't even think she's that. Yeah. She's, no, she's I think she's little. like barely five five one. Anyway, I've stood next to Katie, and her shins and my shins are the same length almost. Like, like our knees sister, are almost my in the same position. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> but my I'm sister like is all five torso. ten. Yeah. So anyway, um, when I was at the L one, they were like, "Well, it's just your mobility," and I'm thinking, "Bitch, it's not my mobility." And she's like, "If you just do these things, and you have to, you know." Uh, you know, practice and blah, 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 you'll be fine. And I thought, I've been doing that forever. And so for me, doing a high bar back squat is very difficult because there is no it way. Will pull, it's pulling it's you It's pulling forward. me forward. And, and my reaction to that is they would say like, chest up, chest up. I would arch my back, yep. which is like the, and which yeah, is exactly I why you. I know. <laughs> I know. Here's, here's which how. Which is exactly why I hurt so my back. <clears throat> so I remember. I was watching Gina lift. First of all, I absolutely love coaching. I love right. body it wasn't, movement. It wasn't you putting me down. No, I love body <laughs> movement. I mean, I, I dance forever. It's why I, I say well, I'm so good. Like weightlifting, I just, I love, I can see movement. I can see like little flaws through movement. Like when you start doing like the L1, L2 and stuff, like there's different levels of coaching. It's like, first you got to, if you want to be a coach, you're like, well, one of the hardest things to learn and get good at is being able to see um, mistakes or right, you know, problems throughout a move. We start by seeing the beginning and seeing the end, and we're looking for flaws in your starting and your finishing position. And then you start practicing being able to see it when someone's moving. There's a lot of things happening, so it can be kind of difficult. Not for me. <clears throat> and I remember I was, we were squatting over at Gina's house, and I was watching. It was at the house, wasn't it? Yeah. And I'm well, was watching, that when I got hurt? Yeah. Well, yeah, I have another story about that too. Remember how you didn't really think my back was hurt? And later <laughs> yes. you were like, oh, we were getting ready for the warm. <laughs> and then and then this bitch was like, ow, my back hurts. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then later you were like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was really that hurt. Yeah. So Gina's squatting and she's like, she's got her belt on and everything, but I'm watching her squat. <laughs> And like at this point, like I know she like, she is like prone to hurting her back. Right. So like every time we squat or do anything, it's like she she's always her back is always hurting. <laughs> oh and so God, like until this point, I like hadn't really watched her. Uh, right. Right. And like I'm watching her squat, and I go, I'm like, do that again. <laughs> like I have to like make I have to like check myself to like make sure I'm seeing what I think I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. And I go, Gina. Every time she would like. um, she would move into a squat. Her knees would come forward and <clears throat> I would arch my back. And she would arch her back. So like she'd go down and she would drive her knees forward. So she wasn't starting the, starting the movement by engaging her posterior. She was dropping her knees forward, almost like she's going to go straight down. And then she would push her chest out, but she would arch her back. And so basically a problem for her was in that position, like her fighting for that position. And this is before she started doing um, low bar before she started really powerlifting and things like that. Right. She basically was doing what she had been taught. Right. Right. She'd been trying to like fight for this position. And because the bar is so high on her neck, the only way for her to not have it pull her into her toes or pull her chest down was to push against it. But sometimes when we do that, unless you're super aware of your body, she's basically letting her core go. Right. But and by my her midline yeah. was out. And by her arching her back, it felt like her core was tight. Like if you, if I push my chest out and I arch my back, it kind of stretches your abs out. So it feels like they're tight. I love that we're both doing it. I know it, I'm doing it. Saying it. It's like, it's like this. <laughs> we're both Look doing at me. It. It's like this. And so what happens is like, 
you think that your core is tight, but the problem is you're actually not engaged at all. Right. And if I'm hurting my back, you always, you're, you're taught to sort of like, look, wherever the injury is or the problem is, you want to look in front of it, behind it, or above it and below it. So in your back, I'm watching her move and I'm like, you're not engaging your core at all. (laughs) 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 And I, and that's when I told her, I was like, stop wearing, I I was like, stop wearing a weight belt. (laughs) I wasn't. Like, that's the thing too, is I'm like, you are, you're using your weight belt because you need it because you're hurting your back all the time. But if we can actually take weight off the bar, teach you to engage your core through the movement, you will, you won't need it. Until you need it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You won't need it before you even do <laughs> your you, warm-up you really set. you really need it. Because <laughs> like at this time, she's hurting herself all the time where it's like before she even starts, <laughs> she's got her weight belt on. <laughs> I did. I've done like workouts with like 65 pounds with my weight belt on. Yeah. And I mean, so and I then, just, then you have me though. Like I'm like squatting up to like 85% no weight belt. But I also have like, like my core is not exactly small. It's like pretty no, It's really strong. It's really strong. But yeah, so that was kind of like the beginning of her adjusting her position and then starting to dabble in like Barbell Club right. at CrossFit West and doing more powerlifting. And what, what do they do? It's like someone, it's like if I'm coaching and I see someone who is long, has long femurs and is just taller, it's like I can watch your movement and I'm automatically going to have you widen your stance. You're just longer, you're taller. Move right. your feet out. You don't need to have your feet under your fucking shoulders. Right. Like it depends. Right. Like we have to adjust for your body. Not everyone's the same. There's mm-hmm. not a one size fits all. Well, and then also I think what I was doing too is, uh, as I was going up, I was, I'm like trying to show you, <laughs> I keep forgetting. It's like, it's audio. <laughs> all right. Show me. Um, as I would go up, I would throw my head back. Yeah. So like another thing with like low bars that you're supposed to like keep your, your whole body is supposed to, what would you call that? Neutral. Neutral. And so like your head doesn't, Yes, yeah. like flip up. No, you just, you can look yeah. where you're going, but you don't yeah. have to reach yeah. with your head. I was like, hey, I felt like my brain was like, hey, everyone, follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. We're going up. <laughs> it's like everyone's trying to follow. But, um, and also I think that as females, it's funny. I've, um, since I've learned all this, I've tried to, you know, in my extensive uh, coaching oh, that yes, I've had. Yes. yes. Um, but I will see girls who do, it's almost like a back arching. Yeah. You know, because, uh, because we're raised to believe that having that, you know, stomach, you suck your stomach in and then you arch your back. And then you see these girls who are like back squatting at like a globo gym or even like when they come into our gym and they do have like that, that arching Mm -hmm. thing going on because guess what? It's a lot prettier than tucking your, (laughs) pushing your stomach out. You know what I mean? Like, like you're supposed to, you're supposed to have it tight. And that's what I wasn't understanding. You'd be like, oh, tighten your core, tighten your core. And I'm like, yeah, inside it's really, I'm trying to, but it's more of like filling it up, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like you're almost filling it up with air in that position where it's, where it's not as pretty. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review, and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, get the word out. And now back to the show. One like one way I've thought about like trying to help people understand how to engage their core. Mm-hmm. One, you'll hear in gyms like Daniel does all the time it's like if I were going to punch you in the stomach what would you do you'd brace for it right it's almost like you're almost it's letting, not sucking yeah, in. it's almost like you're like letting right. air out and you're almost like pushing your belly together right and one thing that I like to teach too is like I'll have people put their thumb on their belly on their sternum sternum yeah. and their pinky on their belly button and if I extend and we move those two points away from each other that's a bad position if i do that everything sort of stretches out and so my core feels like it's tight but it's just there those points actually need to come closer together right in order for me to engage my core right now i don't want them to be super close together or now i'm rounding my back right but you just want to think about pulling them together slightly you could take a breath fill up your belly and you're you know i'll get in your good position tighten down into that like tighter position and me too you might fart that's okay (laughs) (laughs) dj's totally farted when he's squatting it was so funny or deadlifting same um he was goes i farted in the middle of it (laughs) i farted (laughs) like yeah we know yeah we heard it we heard it we heard it um but yeah it's super important as a coach uh help people understand how to feel that and it's as simple as it's not simple but like Maybe even just adding that into your warm up if you have beginners that don't understand or maybe have a little bit less body awareness and just practice engaging that. Right. And I think it is body awareness because I think that the the cues that people were giving me along the way were good. 
Yeah. It made sense, yeah. right? I mean, and like, they work for my a chest lot of was people. dropping, but but for someone to not catch the fact that okay, well, she's there's someone saying chest up, chest up, chest up, and I'm arching my back and not recognize and then and they're just focused on my chest right mm-hmm. so now I'm okay oh good 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 but they're not looking at my whole body position mm-hmm. yep. you know so then I look like I'm like you know like a uh I can't even think of like something to say what it looks like it's like uh not a slinky <laughs> but it's like my body's like you know arched, arched here and arched and rather than having that midline strong well and then you have like the opposite right like, I remember coaching we had a girl Adrian she was she rode crew in college uh-huh. and Everyone who would coach her at the gym were always like, you know, she couldn't get low enough in her squat. Deeper, deeper, deeper. And right. I'm watching her and I was like, Adrian, send your butt back before you squat. Like the problem was she was so mobile. I'm like, she can't get deeper. Look how, like, look how long her femurs are. Yeah. Her ass is practically on the ground. The only reason her hips aren't below parallel is because her femurs are so fucking long. So she and was her like ankles are forward? so mobile. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing for her was when she would squat, she was very knees forward. Why? Because she rode crew. Her oh, right. knee, I mean, think about when right. you're on a rower. Right. You're very forward. So what was happening is when she was squatting, she was so mobile. She would squat like ass to grass, but her hips would never break parallel because of how because mobile her, her ankles were and her knees would just drive forward and her femurs right. were so long. So all we had to do for her to get below parallel yeah. was to teach her how to engage and then how to start her position. Oh, and okay. she had to, and then it just made her have, she had to work harder right? and think about it more when she would squat. Sure. And also it was good for her to do that because now she was engaging her posterior. Now she was using her glutes. Now she was using her hamstrings and all of that together right. versus like so quad dominant. But yeah, she was so mobile in her ankles that she would squat straight down. So she would drive. She would start her movement from driving her knees <laughs> her forward. Knees are like over her. <clears throat> <lip>. Yes, <laughs> I'm the opposite. Knees forward. Yeah, and her like her ankles were so flexible that her ass would be almost like so ass like ass to grass. Like obviously not on the ground. But yeah, like really low, and her femurs would be horizontal to the ground. Right. And I'm like, and coaches would like be like, you got to go lower. And I'm like, no, she is going actually, she can't (laughs) go lower. What we need to do is Adrian, remember, send your butt back first, put your weight in your heels slightly before you start squatting and make sure when you feel the tightness in your hamstrings and your glutes, keep that the whole time. Right. Right. And so now it was all, it was very new for her because she's so used to like everything being forward that now I was, you know, we have to wake up everything in the back, in the back end. and and that's yeah. what was hard for her. Yeah. But it's just, it's finding new ways to see things and mm-hmm. like, and not always just having to, you know, in regards to CrossFit. And if you've done like your, your level one and like, that's kind of the extent, like the, the extent of your knowledge or training or coaching is from you just doing it for a long time. And then you're getting your L1 and being a coach. You have to find new ways to get outside of that, to find new ways to watch people move because not everyone is made the same and like, right. not and, every, not, and cues won't work for everybody. And, and also, they tell you that too. Like make sure you, even as a coach, go and take other coaches classes and steal their cues. Right. Because one thing that I might say to help you get your hips down Right. May Isn't never work for anyone else. Exactly. But for some reason it works for you. Right. And so it's very important to keep like, just keep educating yourself. Well, I also think with a squat, you don't have to have your ass to the ground. You're you just don't. supposed to be below parallel. Yep. And I think, and, uh, again, when I started low bar 
I realized I don't, I don't need to look like these other girls where they're like, you know, catching a clean and their, their butt like slams the ground almost, Mm -hmm. almost like before they come up, you know? And, and I do struggle with going below parallel, which back, you know, doing a low bar has been better for me. But do you remember, do you remember when we did, um, I can't remember which open it was and you guys were like, yeah, you know, we want to get a video of you doing, trying to do one of the open workouts. Cause I always <laughs> refuse to do the open. Yeah. I always like try to make up some excuse like, Oh, I got a judge or something. Mm-hmm. And so, um, do you remember when we went to HQ and I did the snatch one and I'm like, I'll do the snatch one because it was, it was something like where you did so many snatches and then chest to bar. Yeah, yeah. And I knew I wasn't gonna be able to do chest to bar. So I knew it'd be the shortest <laughs> yes. one. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll do, I'll do the snatch one. And I think, I don't know, it might've been 2017 anyway. Um, and we videoed it and we went back to your house and we could not stop laughing. Cause I don't think I got below parallel for one snatch. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that, do you? No. <laughs> I do. And I just remember being so horrified. I was like, man, I swore I was so low. (laughs) And and everyone in the room just started laughing. They were like, Gina, there's not one good snatch. Not one. And I was like, okay, maybe it's not my thing, guys. Yeah. I guess I'm not. Heber Heber cannot go below parallel either. Really? Ever? He's just just super tightly wound. That guy is not flexible (laughs) at a hole. Then you have his wife, Jenna, who's like crazy crazy flexible. flexible. Yeah. Oh, man. Those people drive me nuts. Yeah. I'm always like, how, how? Ruby's yeah. like that. So flexible. My daughter. Yeah. She's crazy flexible. Well, I remember flexible. when she was little, she just like would stretch. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd like go up in her room and I'd be like, what are you doing, babe? She's like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm learning how to, it was like a stretching deficit. Yeah. She was, she'd have books, um, piled up on both legs while doing the splits. Yeah. And so she's like in a deficit. Well, we would do that in dance. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. We would she's do it doing in dance. It on our own. Oh, we'd do it in dance all the time. <laughs> so weird. And I'd I'm just doing looking at her like, like, I'd be doing it like crying. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, you're pretty flexible too though. Yeah. But I was never like that flexible. I know she's crazy flexy. And now I'm not at all. Didn't and it's it so funny. Me. Like people still look at me like at the gym. They're like, oh my God, I got we Okay. Just either yesterday or not yesterday. A couple days ago I was doing class. Yeah. And GT was on the bike mm-hmm. and we were doing, what do they call it when you like kick? Oh, Frankenstein's? Yeah. I always go, <laughs> I like to, I can't help it. It's like every single one so I go. So we're doing like Rrr. kicks. Yeah. And I get to the end and GT's like, oh my God, like everyone's legs are like down here and your legs are like up here. <laughs> and like to me, it's like, I'm tightly wound right now. Like my hips are tight. Well, that's not a testament to how unflexible no, you are. No, I know, but that's what's so funny know. is like for me, like I'm way inf- inflexible, like way less than what I used to be. Like even right. if I sit on the ground and point my toes, mm-hmm. I would point my toes in because we did it all the time and my toes would actually touch the ground. Oh yeah. In that's a dance thing. Yeah. And now like not even close. It's but, probably like an inch away. No, Whatever. No, way less <laughs> or way more than that. Anyways, or like the splits and things like that. Yeah. And like, even if I can get into them, can't stay in them very long. <laughs> I get in and I'm like one, two, three, I get oh, in there. God. Get in there. Get in and get out. Don't get stuck. Don't no. get stuck. And every time I start stretching, I'm like, I should go back to yoga. Oh, you know what? I I actually might do yoga. It made me feel pretty yeah. good, actually. I do like the... I was only doing it like two days a week sometimes. I'd go on Saturday and Sundays or even just Sunday. Yeah. Which for one, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Like maybe a couple days a week, two or three days would be better. Yeah. But it was, it was still better than not doing it at all. And I remember when we first started going, I couldn't even lay on the ground with my legs out in front of me without my back hurting. Cause my hips were so tight. Oh, okay. 
And so I'd have to always put like the pillow under my legs. And then I got to where I had like opened up my hips enough that I could actually lay there comfortably with nothing under my legs and I wouldn't hurt anymore. Mm -hmm. But then, (laughs) here, listen, then I started actually, it's almost like I was too open that when I was like training and lifting, I then was starting to have some pain, aches and pains again. And that's the thing with like lifting, right? Like you only want, you want to be able to go full range of motion, but you don't need to be flexible. Like you don't want your, your joints and your ligaments <laughs> like to be bouncing like, bouncing around. Yeah. You don't yeah. want, you want them to be tight. Right. Like if you're like throwing weight around, you don't want to be like super mobile. Right. And that's where, like you said, you don't want to squat. You don't necessarily want to squat like girls are going ass to the grass, like just dropping their ass to the ground. Right. As a coach, when you see someone who can do that and some people would say like, oh, don't go that low. And then I got to where it was, well, I don't want to keep you from having that flexibility or that, that mobility. Sure. I just want you to be able to be strong in that position. Like not just, not just let it go. Yes. And just so it's like, we don't want to lose that. I'm not going right. to tell you that that's too low, but what I am going to tell you is stay tight. We in the need, bottom. Yeah. You, yeah. if you can't maintain good position through that whole movement, right. Then we either need to go lighter or we need to stop you shy of that of your original end range and as we get stronger we can you know you can move through that whole um, right whole range of motion that so you you're have. not just like slingshotting yeah, it no <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 i just imagine like your butthole hitting the ground just like stamping the ground <laughs> dude i'm so sweaty sometimes i, I would for sure stamp the ground oh my god just leave your like <laughs> leave your like sign shit <laughs> be awesome oh whose butthole Sorry. is that well, a, lot, a lot of snorts going on how did brooke i did know brooke, that butthole stamp that? oh man i know that butthole stamp <laughs> b-hole stamps Seen that would you guys buy <laughs> one of my b-hole stamps my, if i sold stamps <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine like getting a letter in the mail <laughs> a b-hole stamp <laughs> what is that is that a star no one's like the other <laughs> it's like a fingerprint yeah. <laughs> is that uh, a star i wonder i wonder if they could identify star. people through their b-hole stamps huh. you know? yeah <laughs> like, probably i don't know why why we what if you to. couldn't even get your butt cheeks open far <laughs> enough though to stamp it you know what you'd have to do? I could totally get this. Kate, you know how when you want to put like a kiss mark on something and you yeah. can do it a couple ways. You can I put, can never do it well. Okay, you can I put, always like, like yeah. too much. You can put lipstick on and just Yeah, like kiss you have to it. barely kiss it. Or I've also seen people that what they do is they fold the paper in half mm-hmm. and they just oh, yeah. they like put their lips over right. it and then you open the paper. Yes. But the key to that is not to have so much pressure. Yeah. You have to do it light. Yeah. Yeah, because it doesn't look pretty. So if you can't spread your cheeks enough, <laughs> do it then light. what you'd have to do is you'd have to fold the paper in half <laughs> <laughs> and then just pinch it lightly. Have somebody hold your butt cheeks apart and then just <laughs> like bang it together. Like, <laughs> boom. Got it. Just dong. <laughs> so, boom. So, <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to say that. Never mind. Oh my God. Uh, we should name uh, this podcast the whole stamp. Everyone's like, and then we start talking about squatting. They're like, wait a second. We're not talking about bee holes here. Oh my God. I also love saying bee hole. Uh, bee hole is great. What did I think you said the other day? And I was like, did you just say bee hole? Wasn't it um, yesterday? Yeah. Oh, dang it. I don't remember what it was. I don't know. Keyhole. No, I don't know. You said something and I was like, did you say bee hole? I was like, no, but I, I love like, that no. word. Anyway. All right. Yeah. Well, 
So guys, if you typically high bar, I would say if you're like, well, I wonder if I should low bar. It really just comes down. Yeah. And it really just comes down to like, what are your goals? Like, what are you working towards? Um, If you are like, wow, my knees actually get hurt a lot when I squat. And I also have a hard time keeping my chest up. Maybe it's a good, it's a good alternative for you. You know, a little bit wider stance, drop that bar down a little bit. Um, For sure. Ask if you're like, don't know how to do it and you yeah, go to it and you, and you it. go to a gym yeah see if some of the coaches can help you you can also watch tons of videos on it as well just to like give you a visual mm-hmm. um if you work out at home and you don't have a coach uh try it watch a lot of videos try it with super lightweight do not load the bar and then just always remember um, we want to keep the weight in the middle of our foot. We want to make sure our hamstrings, are, our hamstrings are engaged and tight the whole time. Our core is really engaged and tight. <clears throat> and the bar is going to end up being like uh, across the middle of your upper back. Right. Like it's so if it's not on top of the shoulders, we're going to drop it down probably like it's three almost inches. Like, yeah. Kind of like goes like. Oh, and you don't hold it like all the way around. Yeah. It's kind of. I'm showing you. Uh, yeah, you guys can't see it, but it looks good. <laughs> Just cup it. Cup balls. You do it like this. <laughs> you cup you hold it like this, like the balls. Yeah. So give it a try. Right, it does it. take a ton of pressure off of the front of your knees. Why? Because now you're not loading everything in the front of your body or using your posterior a ton. Mm-hmm. Your big movers <laughs> are meant for losers. For, for, for They're not. <laughs> <laughs> your big movers are meant for losers? I was going to say, That's what I, thought you meant. I, went to, I meant to say moving weight, but I went to say losing weight. Your big movers are meant, <laughs> are for, meant for losing losers. weight. I guess I'm a loser. Yeah. Be a loser like me. Try it out. Be whole loser. <laughs> Be whole loser. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Hey, hey, hey. Remember, rate, review, subscribe, five-star rating, five-star warning. And thanks again for listening, guys. Yeah. I'll talk to you Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. 
which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.